this is Dave Kale. Uh, today we're going to be talking about spiritual disciplines for businesses. Spiritual disciplines for businesses. You know, we're all familiar uh, with the fact that there are basic disciplines of a Christian life. You know, scripture reading, prayer, fellowship. These are disciplines. And we understand that our growth as a Christian is to a large measure dependent upon our adherence to these disciplines and the, and the regular involvement with these disciplines. But what about Christian businesses? Is there a similar group of spiritual disciplines? So I'm going to say yes, and here's my, here's my nominations for the four most important spiritual disciplines for businesses. Number one, acknowledging God's ownership. Let me repeat that, acknowledging God's ownership. Now, now we know that the universe is God's and everything in it. He created everything we see. He created us. He created our businesses. In the book of Ephesians, he tells us in Ephesians 2.10, quote, For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now those tasks that God created in advance for us to do, that includes the careers and businesses in which we find ourselves. You know, just like he gave Adam his career, quote, to, to work and care for the garden, end quote, and, and then he gave Adam his first job to name the animals, so too does he give us our jobs, our careers, and our businesses. Now, while we understand that uh, th this from a biblical perspective, many of us have never really considered that issue from a practical point of view. We look back at the events which shaped our directions, and we consider the decisions we have made, and we conclude in the moment that we did it ourselves. It's only in retrospect years later that we look back and we see God's hand in it. And that's unfortunate because it robs us of an opportunity to experience success in God's favor in a greater way. Proverbs 3, uh, 6 says this, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. It's important to God that we acknowledge him and his work in our lives. That early acknowledgement of God's presence and work in our lives is often followed by a supernatural level of success. Abraham did and became the wealthiest business person in the Bible. David did and became the greatest king of the Hebrews. The discipline of acknowledging God in our business often manifests itself in our vision and mission statements, in the introductions to our meetings, in the opening of our employee events, and so on. Once we grasp the idea that it is a discipline in business to acknowledge God's presence and his ownership, once we grasp that idea and we commit ourselves to the discipline, we'll find multiple ways to manifest it. So the first spiritual discipline for a business is just that acknowledging, acknowledging God's ownership and presence. Number two, prayer. Philippians 4.6 says this, quote, 
Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Be anxious for nothing but in everything. In everything. So, you know, while prayer is undoubtedly expected of every Christian, it has a special place in a Christian business. Businesses typically have more employees. They touch more people than most individuals. And that opens the possibility of groups of people, rather than just individuals, praying for the same thing under the auspices of a Christian business. While the exact mechanism of how our prayers impact events you know, is probably a mystery, it's generally believed that the more people praying for something, the more likely is God's intervention in the situation. Five people praying for something together, for example, is generally thought to have more power than one person praying for that same thing. And of course, I've seen dramatic answers, as have you. I've seen dramatic answers to unified multiple-person prayers. I'm sure many of you have as well. A group of Christians, those who work in the business and are led to join together, then represents a powerful force for the kingdom within the business. So we have an opportunity, just because there's more people there, to gather in prayer and to have a greater impact in our prayer. Creating a regular volunteer opportunity to pray together is a spiritual discipline that could change people's lives and impact the, tra the trajectory of the business. Not, not only that, but I've seen multiple stories of individual business owners and executives who make it a practice to ask permission of their individual employees to pray for them, and then they do so. And those stories are full of positive results. So prayer, in many forms and expressions, is an oft-neglected spiritual discipline of a Christian business that can dramatically impact the business and the lives of those associated with it. That's number two. Here's number three. Planning in the Spirit. Planning in the Spirit as a spiritual discipline. Now John 14.26 says this, quote, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Now because of the role of a Christian business has for generations been denigrated by the religious establishment, many Christian business people believe that a business has nothing to do with spirituality in the kingdom. When I did uh, the research for the good book on business, what I discovered in the Bible was exactly the opposite. Kingdom business is established by God as a powerful force in the kingdom with multiple roles and responsibilities. It only stands to reason that the Holy Spirit would be involved in the decision-making, strategy, planning process of that business if we invite him. Let me repeat that. It only stands to reason that the Holy Spirit would be involved in the decision-making, strategy-creating process of a Christian business if we invite him. The passage that I just read said, The Holy Spirit will teach you all things. So if we, if we want him to play a greater role in our businesses, we must create the space for him to operate. And that means acknowledging him, asking for involvement in the planning and decision-making, and then being sensitive to the indication of his direction. That's what it means. 
Now this is not a one-time event, but rather it's a discipline that is initiated by the business principles and it impacts the entire organization. Discipline number three. Discipline number four, decision-making. Now in one sense, you know, this is a subset of the one I just spoke about, the but the emphasis here is a little different. With spirit planning, we invite the Holy Spirit into our planning process. Our day-to-day decision-making, however, can exist without reference to the plans we have made. So the decision to terminate an employee, to hire someone, to take on a new customer, to do business with a new vendor, to buy a new piece of software, etc., all are common decisions that occupy the time for many of us. When we build in the habit of stopping and asking for the Spirit's direction, and then listening and looking for his response, we do so by exercising the discipline that leads to this habit. So we have four spiritual disciplines that are unique in that they operate in a, in a multiple person organization. They apply to the workings of a business or an organization. They will expand your impact move you closer in your relationship with the king and nudge your business to becoming the spiritual powerhouse the Lord wants it to be. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye.